welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Well, welcome to the Leadership Podcast. I am Charlie McMahon. I'm glad you're with us today. Hope you are listening to this on your way to work and and it can start your day, maybe on the way home, it can end your day. We are in a series about apart, how to not come apart. So many responsibilities are pulling at leaders these days more than ever. And so, as I've told you, I've been using Gary Sweeten, Dr. Gary Sweeten, my friend and mentor, and his tool, Apart, Adversity, Pessimism, Anxiety, Rumination, and Trauma. And this is the final part of this Apart series. We looked at adversity is going to happen. It's going to be loss. It's going to be criticism. It's going to be failure. You can't avoid it. It's it's living is to live is to face adversity. And if you're wired a certain way in particular, but this is true for all of us, you can go to the P of pessimism, pessimistic thinking, negative thinking, and you begin the process of a self-cycle of pessimism that leads to the A of anxiety, sometimes anger. And then last session, we talked about the importance of rumination, being overtaken by meditation, because once you start ruminating, that is the spin cycle where you actually start embedding these emotions and thoughts in your brain. You see, we are our own brain surgeons. We really are. Our, our mind changes our brain. For many years, science thought it was the other way around. Your brain determines your mind, but the, the scientific reality is that is not true. Your mind, how you think, literally forms your brain. And I talked about the importance of knowing what incriminating self-talk is, and then going to indifferent. At, at worst, you want to be indifferent, which is neutral thinking, and most of all, learning inspirational self-talk. Because if you don't do that, you get to the final part of this, and that is T stands for traumatizing self. Interesting reality about negative thinking, negative expression, is no one can damage your heart and soul more deeply and more permanently than yourself. Dr. Gary writes, there is a lot of talk in society about trauma and abuse from perpetrators. I strongly agree with the need to stop all bullying, child abuse, and violence against others. However, we can traumatize ourselves just as deeply by ruminating on the negative issues and adverse events in our life. Our life. The criticisms of others do not harm us as much as our own rumination on them. And I shared with you the timing of this tool for me is in the last few months, I've received some very sharp criticism. Just um, hit me at my core. And I've had to daily, multiple times, implement this tool because I will go to ruminating on those comments and, and chewing on them and swallowing them and chewing on them some more over and over again. You know, the Bible says that life or death is in the tongue. 
listening to our own talk, listening to our negative ruminating can bring more death into our lives than the actual original events. And we have to be able to intercept that. People often think that they're trapped and they can't escape because they're so susceptible to to this trauma and self-abuse. It leads to a black and white type thinking that separates us from reality, where we begin to act in terms of and think in terms of everything is either wonderful or terrible. There's never any middle ground. There's no balance to our thinking. And when that happens, we have entered into the mode of traumatizing, self-traumatizing. I don't know if you're a golfer. I've golfed for about 25, 30 years. And if my mood following a poor golf shot is not simply unhappy, but misery that can last for more holes and for more hours and for more days, I'm unbalanced. Now, it's normal and healthy to feel badly about making a bad shot. But something's wrong when that becomes pervasive and feels permanent and goes to a personal level of self-worth. You see, a lot of us have accepted that misery is normal. It's not. Misery is usually self-inflicted emotional reality that comes from how we think. No golf ball ever made me depressed. No tennis ball ever made me depressed. But I have often chosen to allow a bad match in tennis or a bad shot in golf to, to cause me misery because I played it over and over my head time after time. One of the things the Bible talks about is how a negative framework is a part of our broken nature in humanity and that God came to heal us. Did you know that's possible, that as leaders, we can be healed from the defensiveness and the, the pseudo-protectionism of a negative way of thinking? And the way you defeat pessimistic thinking is we're told in Romans 12, be transformed, Romans 12, 1 and 2, by the renewing of your mind so that you can discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect in the will of God. In other words, to have clear thinking, to know, here's what I need to do as a leader. I've got to constantly renew my mind, take the truths of Scripture into my life, and and allow God to change my thinking. So here's an acrostic that I want to close with today on this session, and I'd like for you to practice one of these today. Just practice one of these when you can. So it just spells out the word renew, R-E-N-E-W. And today, one of these you can do. R stands for retreat from action. Get alone, put some space between you and activity, and sit in your thoughts. Go outside yourself to see that, okay, this is what I'm really thinking. Look at yourself. Go outside your thoughts to see what would you think if you were sitting there listening to a friend talk the way you're thinking. Retreat from action. Pull back. And then E, engage with truth. Engage with truth. For me, this is important to do a daily affirmation. I'm a beloved child of the Most High God with supreme value and worth just as I am today. With God, all things are possible. God can do immeasurably more than all I ask or imagine according to his strength that is in work in me. In other words, have a way that you 
intentionally grab a hold of the truth because one of the things about negative self-talk is it deals in mistruth. It deals in exaggeration. It deals in black and white thinking, which often is just not reality. It's just not reality. N stands for narrow your focus. One of the byproducts of research that's become so helpful to me is that the natural state of the human mind is chaos. The natural state of the human mind is inner chaos. If you just let your mind go, it goes in every direction, 100 miles an hour. And one of the essentials to renewing your mind is having something you're focused on. We teach this in our Players Box ministry through visualization. Make sure you spend one, two, three, five minutes a day visualizing practice ahead of time the actions you're going to take, the outcomes you desire, and that narrowing of the focus quiets the mind. If you're a golfer, if you ever had three swing thoughts in one shot, well, your brain can't focus on more than one thing at a time, and you're doing your brain a quieting dis- uh, service when you focus on one issue positively. I teach tennis players, focus on the logo, see the logo, and Focus on that. Even though you literally can't see the spin of the ball well enough to see the Wilson logo, when you do that, you narrow your focus, you quiet your mind. And I'll get to one of the things you can do on that in a minute. E, expect results. One of the most fascinating studies on this is in Ethan Cross's book, Chatter. The whole book is about our inner chatter, our inner self-talk. And he talks about the scientifically discovered power of placebos. Placebos used to just be a test agent to see if the real medicine worked or if it was just in people's heads. And then scientists discovered there's actually a power to placebo. What is it? Expectation. When you really believe something is going to happen, your brain kicks in. Your brain kicks in. And it's a fascinating discovery that just shows the power of our brain when we expect a truth, when we expect a medicine, when we expect an action to work, our brain kicks in. So pick out something that you expect to see results from. By the way, be someone else's placebo today. Be someone that they go, you know what, every time I'm around Shane or Will I just feel so good. Every time I'm around, so I just feel so good. I just feel better. And, and that, that you're having a placebo effect upon someone else. It's amazing. And then W is a big one, worship. Why do I say that? It's because we all know what worship is. Some people say, oh, I don't know how to worship. I don't know how to. Yeah, you do. You ever bought a new car and you ever got inside that car and you smell the new car smell and you just sat there and, oh, this is wonderful. That's worship, friend. That is worship. And if you can, can just sit, and I said this last time, if you're a Southbrooker or wherever you go to church or just go on Spotify and look up a song that you like that you could worship God with, uh, Jesus said, if you'll lose your life for me, you'll find your life. And there's something powerful in renewing our mind about losing ourselves in worship. As I said last time when we were together on the rumination part versus meditation, 
There's a worship song almost every week that we do at Southbrook that I'll I'll just I'll look up the lyrics on that and then I'll just be singing that song all week long. I hope you can pick one of these things, ideally all five. But if you can't and you want to begin the journey, there are two books I want to recommend. One is Turn On Your Brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf. The essence of that book is how science is catching up with the Bible. Science is catching up with Romans 12. She's a neuroscientist who has an extensive biblical knowledge. It is fascinating how God showed us how when we think about that, which is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy, we turn on our brain. We are our own brain surgeons. The second book is Dr. Ethan Cross's book, Chatter, a fascinating look into what happens when we sit back and look at the self-talk that we're having, identify, and then engage with truth. I hope this helps. I hope today is a powerful day, and I hope as a leader, you're someone else's placebo. Till next time on The Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie McMahon. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.